0: Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. My name is Jason Ward, a.k.a. Red Sox Dugout. I'm alongside Alex Jefferson and Garrett Jacobsmeyer. What's up?
1: Salute, Lee We're finally back
0: with another episode. It's been like a month or something. Uh, I was on vacation, and um, yeah, but we're back. In my ride share to the airport, uh, the couple that was going with us, they were actually going to the airport to fly to London for the London series. I bet they didn't enjoy that trip. I certainly didn't. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad I missed that series. Um, there were a lot of runs scored, but we did not score the ma-
1: majority of them. <laughs> right, because that's how baseball <laughs> games work, guys, just in case we're not clear. There were a lot of runs scored, but they scored more <laughs> of those lot of runs, so we lost those yeah.
0: lot of games. Yeah. The first game of the series, I don't really know like what to think about that because they scored 13 runs and lost. The bullpen technically didn't blow it, so I mean... It's not that bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Pretty bad. They yeah. gave up 17 runs. I didn't watch it. So, In uh, the second game, the bullpen blew it. Not really a surprise. Bullpen blew another game in the Toronto Series. 18 blown saves. Yep. If we had not blown half of those, we would be with the Yankees even in the division race right now. Yeah. So what's Dave Dombrowski's solution to this? Make our fifth starter a closer, Nathan avaldi. They decided that they're going to make him our closing pitcher. Uh, once again, leaving the hole in the fifth spot of the rotation. I mean, Evaldi's, I don't know, he's a flamethrower, so like, I guess it kind of makes sense. It's kind of like a Kimber replacement, but at the same time, I mean, it also makes sense from the perspective that he's coming back from an injury, so it might make sense to like ease him into a role. We don't want to throw too many innings at him right away. But, I mean, they need to... St- put a fifth
1: starter and I can't keep watching Brian Johnson and Hector Velasquez start games it's just killing me inside yeah so we need bullpen help now and Ovaldi's rehab I think is going pretty well so far he threw he's throwing another bullpen Wednesday if I'm not mistaken uh, his first one went well um, but the reason I think they're putting out relief is because we need help now so much that it's better for his injury that we can put him in at relief instead of having to, him to work all the way up to a starting position so we can hopefully win a couple games as he recovers. They're trying to rush him back. When I first saw this
0: move, I immediately thought desperation. This is a desperate move by the Red Sox because of how bad their bullpen is. Avaldi's not even back yet, and they're already deciding his role for when he comes back. I, like, I can see why some people like it because he throws 100 miles an hour, he has nasty stuff, whatever. Yes, he would be a good closer if that was his normal position, but he spent his whole entire life, his whole entire career, training, preparing to be a starting pitcher, throwing every fifth day. It's a lot, lot different. All the preparation, everything that goes into being a relief pitcher rather than a starting pitcher every fifth day. And I don't think that's good for a guy who's had two Tommy John surgeries, two loose bodies in his elbow or whatever. It's just not great for a guy who's who's very injury-prone. No, it's not a good look. And I mean, he, like, I think it's kind of similar to, like, Matt Barnes. Like, how do we know he'll have the ability to throw back-to-back days? Like, yeah, he did it in the World Series, but he was on adrenaline. Like, pure exactly, yeah. adrenaline. Like, you look at a guy like Matt Barnes who can't throw back-to-back days for his life. How do we know of all not going to be the exact same way? It, even more, even worse, possibly, because all he does is pitch every five days. Like That's, that's how he was to, like, taught how to pitch, Yeah. not go out, throw 20 pitches one night, then do it again the next night, on and on and on. And like we said, they're rushing him back, so he could not even be ready. They're going to try to throw him into the fire when his arm may not even be able to sustain an MLB like, pitching routine again. So I don't think that it's a good move. I think it's a desperation move, like I said. And overall, it still leaves us with a gigantic hole in that fifth spot of the rotation. There's not really anyone in the organization who can step up like past years. Brian Johnson, Hector Velasquez, Stephen Wright, all these guys, they're not the solution. And Dave Nembrewski, he called out the starting pitchers as being the problem this season. He expects more from them. He expects them to be the part of the team that carries us. And he said they haven't done that. I don't think he's calling out the right people right here. I completely agree. I think that is just baloney. Like, why? Why would you call out the pitching when Price has been good, Erod's been pretty solid, Sales had his ups and downs, and Porcello had been good, but he's kind of slept a lot a little bit the past couple starts. But I mean, through and through, they've been as a unit. They've been good enough. Like, not this, not the, not what we're used to, but to a point where it's acceptable. Like, obviously, we expect more from them, but if they can maintain this and get a little bit better as the season progresses, then I would say that's fine. But the bullpen, 18 blown saves. We had 20 all of last season.
1: It's the all-star break. Yeah. This is ridiculous. I don't understand how you go blaming the starting pitchers when the Red Sox, as an organization from the end of last year, have refused to spend the money on relief pitchers. They, We knew it was going to happen. They straight up refused to. They wouldn't they're pinching pennies this entire time and then you go blame your starters who carried you to a World Series last year anyway when you refuse to spend the money to help right like the one of the reasons they even had a shot at that
0: World Series last year was because of Chris Sale and Nathan Eovaldi and David Price and Rick Porcello like you can't go throwing these guys under the bus who won you a World Series last year when they have ups and downs every pitcher struggles at some point no pitcher is a perfect pitcher Dave Dombrowski is placing unrealistic expectations on the starting pitchers based on what he saw last year, and just because they're not matching up with the same thing this year. The starting pitchers haven't even been that bad. David Price has carried this team. He's pitching out of his mind right now. I get they haven't been amazing, and they haven't carried the team, but you can't have one part of your team carrying the whole team. You need a well-rounded team to get anywhere, and you can't just cover up a bullpen like this. We don't even have a bullpen. All these guys, there's no one we can trust. Brandon Workman's maybe the only guy we can somewhat trust, and even he has had some blown saves this season. The bullpen is by far, glaringly by far, the number one problem with this team. And it's not a great look for management, not a great look for Dombrowski, when you're calling out a different part of the team that hasn't been the main problem. Yeah, and I mean, I think that kind of speaks to how Dave Dombrowski is as as a... An executive, he doesn't seem to really understand what problems need to be addressed when he can't build a bullpen. No, we he saw that can't. with Detroit, we saw that with this team. Oh, d- completely agree with Detroit. He threw away all their prospects to try and get them a World Series, and then the team has collapsed. I mean, Detroit is complete garbage, yeah, and it's all Dombrowski's fault. Yeah, his contract's up in 2020, and I don't want him back. Yeah, let's talk about that. So, I think. I agree that he shouldn't be extended. We shouldn't get him back. But I think it's because he did his job. He came in. He got us Chris Sale. He got us the World Series. He got us J.D. Martinez. He did his job. He built up this team. And now I think it's time to move on to a different GM who can maintain this team and maintain the greatness of the Boston Red Sox for years to come. I think Dombrowski did his job, and I think that we should let him go at this point. I agree. I think he's too willing to fling prospects left and right. I think part of the part of the um, Red Sox way is developing talent through the farm system. And I think we don't really have that much talent in the farm system right now. But if, they, if Dombrowski is out, then I think we're going to be, it's more likely that we'll hang on to some of our better prospects. Yeah. Um, also with Dombrowski, like you said about the Tigers, he kind of just drives teams into the ground. Right now we're not in the ground. So if we can get If we can move on from him before we're like the current Tigers, that'd be nice. I would agree. I don't want to live the life of a Detroit Tigers fan right now. That would (laughs) not be my my goal. I don't want any more. I don't want any albatross contracts to old players. I want I want to develop through the farm system, find good talent for good value, and do what the Red Sox do and win with good talent. Also, going back to the calling out the starting pitcher thing, like. A part of your team that you're calling out has to be really bad for you to call out your own players. And when you call out players, like the starting pitchers, who are not deserving of that, that's a really bad look because it takes, like, they have to be really bad for someone in the organization to call them out. And, like, that's just not right. Yeah, and, like, especially since Dombrowski's calling out guys that he, like, obtained, like, what the heck? You're You're calling out these guys who know what they're doing not you you don't throw baseballs you don't. they're all veterans they're all all all-stars three of them are Cy Youngs yeah exactly like let them do their thing they
1: know what they're doing yeah Dombrowski's full quote went it goes on about how the starting pitchers carried us last year um it ends with people reporting pictures at the bullpen a lot of times I think unfairly um this guy's just saving his butt I yeah it's pathetic how you put zero money in there and then you blame the guys that literally carried you to a World Series. I can't get over that. You save your butt because you want the organization to hire you again. You want the Red Sox to give you your fat paycheck, but you can't build a bullpen that can pitch. It's pathetic. I, I, I don't understand. You You go blame. It just makes me so mad as a fan. <laughs> I, I don't get it. How
0: can you look at this Red Sox bullpen with 18 blown saves? And say they're not really that bad,
1: and I think if people are too harsh on them. You have every number to back up. The Red Sox bullpen is crap. Look at the stats. You are intelligent people. You are an intelligent man. Look at every single number that exists. It is not that hard. It's not just the entire Red Sox fan base is going crazy. Mass hysteria. They think the Red Sox bullpen's bad when it really is not that bad. Every number points to you and your bullpen that you built sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: I don't think there's a single guy that like when I'm watching a game and they call it the bullpen, I don't go, oh yes, here we go, shut down inning. There's not a single person that I have like extreme confidence in when they come in that they're gonna get in they're gonna get the three outs we need to get to the next inning. Like (sighs) there are just some bums in that bullpen, like some serious bums. We can have a six run lead and I'm still scared when the bullpen
1: comes in. Yeah. Because they do blow those games. It's happened before. My eight run cushion theory, where I'm never gonna ever look away from a baseball game I care about unless we're up by eight runs, it works perfectly this season because I know unless we're up by eight runs, it'll take, it can happen in one inning. If we're up by eight, maybe it'll happen in two. But geez, I can't stand watching this team where professional players go out there and just poop their pants in front of millions of people.
0: And it's not even like the hitting The hitting has been that bad. They've been getting run support. Like, at the beginning of the year, I could understand it because they weren't getting a ton of run support, but the run support has been up lately. Devers and Bogarts and JD have been hitting. Chavis has been hitting again. Marco Hernandez has been hitting. Vasquez has been hitting. Betts is, eh, but I mean, we're getting runs. It's just like, they can't finish a game. The Red Sox are number one in the whole entire MLB in offensive runs scored.
1: Yeah, like, I don't see what... Like,
0: the bullpen is so bad. It's, like, it's it's comical at this point. Like, you compare them to a team like the Rays or the Yankees, like division rivals, they have over 100 more runs allowed than the Rays and 60 more than the Yankees. But they have 100 more runs than the Rays and 6 more than the Yankees. Like... It doesn't make any sense. How do you allow, like... Okay, so the the closest comparison to them for runs allowed in the American League is either the Los Angeles Angels or the Chicago White Sox. <laughs> Two teams that are middling around 500 with not much going for them. And, you, you, like, how, how are we expected to be excited if our bullpen is pitching like the Chicago White Sox or the Los Angeles Angels. I was I was listening to a game, the Blue Jays game that they blew actually, and whoever was calling the game was like, when Matt Barnes pitches in back-to-back games, he has like a 9-plus ERA. <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous. Like they have to use him so much because everyone else is bad. But like... Like he's not good and he's one of our best relievers. That's where we're at. He just goes in and he he just like he tries to throw his curveball and he misses and he tries again and he misses, and then it's he just thro- and then he just throws meatballs. It's painful. It is. Oh my god! It's so bad. I like. I don't know what I was thinking coming into the season. I was starting to see like, oh, maybe it won't be that bad. We got Ryan Brazier and Matt Barnes to switch off closing. Brennan Workman could be good. Um, I was thinking that Tyler Thornburg and Colton Brewer would actually be good, but
1: <laughs> is Tyler Thornburg dead? <laughs> what's what's up so, with him
0: so the Red Sox um, just moved him from his rehab assignment back to the IL even though he's not injured because he's just so bad he's done he's I'm so sad for
1: him and his family <laughs> I'm sorry
0: I turned on a Paw Sox game it was on Nesson when the Red Sox had an off day <laughs> okay. and I, I I was watching him he was in and the, the Paw Sox had like a three run lead and then Thornburg came in and gave up five runs on two homers <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yep. I feel like that just represents the whole Red Sox relief staff just all it's year. Cool. I mean, that shows Dombrowski's success with building a bullpen. He was one of the main guys they brought in. and I mean, <sighs> and like you also, you Yeah, look at the Tigers' bullpen from a couple years ago when they were good. Mm-hmm. They were good because they had Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, and David Price. So maybe that's why Dombrowski's calling out the starting pitchers. Because they're not... Max Scherzer, David Fraser, Justin Verlander. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because um, they're not starting the All Star game tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Or like pitching with a broken nose and striking out that was 10 insane. batters. Like, sorry, Dave. <laughs> yeah. So Dombrowski's solution to all this was moving a to the bullpen, like we said, creating that hole in the fifth spot. So the Sox are now looking for starting pitchers. They're shopping around looking for a deadline a- acquisition of a starting pitcher. Um, that report came out yesterday, I think. And according to Ken Rosenthal, they're casting a wide net. So yeah. who knows sounds who we're like, going to bring yeah, in? Sounds like we're going to get anyone we want. Yeah, which could it, like, be scary. They better not get Andrew Kashner, the guy from the Orioles. That was I, one of the targets I saw. I don't want anyone from the Orioles. Yeah, if you if you're looking around for players on the Orioles to help your team, we're not in a good spot. Yeah, why are we looking for like single A players on the Orioles? Like, oh, can boy. we can we go do um? Any real baseball team, please. The Mets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. the Mets. So, a report came out uh, a few minutes ago, like an hour ago, that the Red Sox are in talks, early stages of the talks, with the Mets for starting pitcher Zach Wheeler. I'm actually all in on this. I like Zach Wheeler a lot. I think he would be a good number five starter. <laughs> but he's six and six with a four six nine ERA this season. Thoughts? So. I think we do need to add a righty. I don't think we need another lefty in the rotation. Yeah. I don't know if Zach Wheeler's that guy. I like how I like his whip. I like that it's under one three. His ERA scares me though, but that's also just because the Mets are a mess on defense. True. Although that usually doesn't count for ERA, but like, people can't umpires can't call games. I mean, also like when you're on the Mets, I feel like you're just gonna be worse. Yeah, based I, w- on, I like, would agree with that. I mean, the Mets are. Have you seen uh, Robinson Cano? Yeah. Yeah. So, the only exception to that is Jeff McNeil and Pete Alonzo, who are... Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. He's he's a fast... He's a hard thrower, which yeah, is throws, something they don't really have right throws now. Throws upper 90s, which could be good. Yeah, I mean, we see, like, Chris Sale sometimes hit that, but he's been kind of all over the map this year. Yep. And, I mean, David Price never really gets there. Rick Porcello is not that kind of guy, and neither is Erod. So... I wouldn't mind having a hard-throwing righty out of the starting rotation. I just don't know if it should be Zach Wheeler. Well, um, the one plus thing I saw in his stats was last season he had a three-three-one ERA and a one-twelve WHIP. That is really good, which is pretty good.
1: Um, just, just remember that anything can happen when players move from team to team. You know, true. so oh uh, yeah, you get a different feel. You get a different. Even stadiums change so, the way pitchers pitch. Just different I mean coaches. It all changes.
0: Yeah, but this is what I want to see right here. Last season, before we acquired Nathan Avaldi, he had a four two six ERA. Then we got him, and you know what happened after that. So I think this could be very
1: similar to that acquisition last year. Well, the Red Sox, of course, are an actual no matter. How much crap we give them a functional organization from a coaching standpoint and from a yeah you know ownership culture standpoint yeah. as a team. Um, the Mets are pretty much the polar opposite of that. Uh, it's tough to pitch, it's tough to play when you have issues with your coach. Who is when your GM's throwing chairs and your coach is <laughs> is threatening reporters and you're starting to pitch, there's a problem. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's tough to it's tough to uh, go back to work every morning and be like, "Oh, I got to I got to go and get up to see all these guys again and you know have a mic shoved in my face to talk about what my coach did you know yeah. stuff like that um stuff can change when you go from the Mets to the Red Sox especially uh, a lot i mean we we hope that's what happens and pitching's a funky thing too it's not really like anything else um yeah. pitching especially base is baseball itself is stuff little things pi- players feelings can can change uh the way they perform so
0: yeah i think coming to boston coming to a contender getting out of that toxic organization would be awesome for Zach Wheeler, the potential's there. He throws hard. He's had a little bit of success before, in the MLB. I think I'm all in on him. I think he would be a great option. Some other options. Um, I was looking through teams, looking for some options for starting pitchers. Matt Boyd with the Tigers. He's a pretty solid option. I like Matt but Boyd. He is a lefty. I don't know if we want another lefty, but I mean at this point, we need anyone we can get. And yeah, yeah. Um, who else? Did I- Caleb Smith with the. Marlins, he's 27, so I don't know if they and want the to trade him. To swing. Yeah. Um, and then another guy I saw that Red Sox might be targeting, Tanner Roark, who's like 32 or something with the Reds. Yeah, but he's pretty good, isn't he? Or he has been in the He past. has been in the past, but this season, he's not great. Once again, better than like Brian Johnson, Hector Velasquez, whatever. So the thing that concerns me the most with Zach Wheeler is the fact that his like per 162s, For, like, if he pitched a full season every five days, he would give up, according to baseball reference, 21 home runs a season. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. And Fenway's not a super deep ballpark. So that kind of concerns me. Yeah. But at the same time, we have an excellent defensive outfield. That's true. Rob home runs. That's true. So, um, he. He has good strikeout numbers. His walks are not that high, which is good. He has like a three to three point eight two strikeout to walk ratio this year, which is pretty solid. Pretty good. Yeah. Um I think he would be I think he could be a legit guy for us. Out I think of the, he'd be great. I just don't know how much we I don't know how much I'd be willing to give up for him. I don't know how much we have to give up for him. Yeah, I mean I don't want to give up any of the players we drafted this year. Yeah, at, at least any of the people in the top like seven rounds or so. I don't want to give up Tristan Casas. I don't want to give up Bobby Dahlbeck. I don't want to give up any of those. I don't want to give up Durbin Feltman. Yeah, I don't want to give up. I I have a feeling there's a chance they might trade the um, guy who was just in the futures game last night, Jaron Jaren, Dur- Jaren Duran or something. I don't want them to get rid of him. He's batting like four hundred or whatever. <laughs> I don't really know who they would trade. JBJ. But the Mets, I feel like they're dumb enough to give
1: us Zach Wheeler for like nothing. JBJ. I don't think we'd give up that much for him. Really? What do we have? We don't have much. It it seems odd to me how we can pretend we're doing this huge push for a pitcher when we don't really have much to give. I don't. Yeah.
0: I don't know what Dombrowski has in mind in terms of trade pieces. Um, the one thing I will say is that if he trades Mookie Betts, I swear to God, Dave, I will find you and I will hurt you. Like if I've heard people talking about trading Mookie Betts. That, there is, are, that is not okay. There's an alarming amount of people who want to trade Mookie Betts. Like, there was a poll, who would you rather trade? Um, Michael Chavis, Mookie Betts, Andrew Benatendi, and someone else. And some guy said, you're an idiot if you don't pick Mookie Betts. He obviously has the most value and could get the biggest return. I'm sorry, he was the AL MVP with a 30-30 season and, like, a 3-30 batting average last year. That value would be great playing for us. Yeah. <laughs> like, the only player that's, like, better than him in the American League that I can think of is Mike Trout. And Mike Trout may be one of the greatest baseball Play- players of all ever. time. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, like, let, let's let's calm down on that one real quick. Like, we're going to keep Mookie Betts for the long term. We just have to re-sign him and give him the money he deserves.
1: Yeah. That's scary to me, though, giving him the money he deserves. I, we have to do it. Though. I hate it. I hate it so much. The so, last time we gave someone the money that I can think of is uh, Pablo Sandoval. But Yeah. You
0: know, I yeah. mean, the last I – th- I think of David Price, and David Price has had his ups and downs, but he's yeah. been pretty good. Honestly, no, I don't. Wouldn't say he's worth his contract. No, though. I don't think he is either. But he's been, he's been good. Yeah, I think. But I mean, he's gonna be off the books in a couple of years. Off yeah. our cap hits. Um, oh, Sandoval's contract should be up soon after this season. Hanley, Hanley I- Ramirez is coming <laughs> up soon.
1: <laughs> what happened to Hanley? Do we know Hanley? what happened to Hanley? I'm gonna do some. He Hanley got research. signed by the
0: Indians and just then got cut. Got cut and then I was just chilling in the DR or something. I don't know, Florida maybe. Um, but yeah, that's something I forgot to talk about. The Red Sox could be looking for a starting pitcher that could replace Rick Porcello next season too. Rick like Porcello if, has not been good lately. His contract's up after this season, and I don't. I've said this before. I, I don't see them re-signing him because of how much money he wants. has gotten and will want. So they very well could be looking for a starting pitcher who can replace Rick Porcello next season. Yeah. When hopefully Evaldi slides back into the rotation, so that could be part of this too. Yeah. And I mean, we don't have the, we don't have the talent. We don't have the young talent to replace Porcello or at least not replace an arm like Porcello. And I can't next year. We can't have a bullpen, another bullpen like day. That's just not a thing. I hate bullpen days so much. Same. It's, it's, it's it's awful. It's like (laughs) when we throw some guy out there for one inning, like you can't have a bullpen game when your bullpen is the worst part of your team. (laughs) That's not how it works. That's not going to win
1: you games. We need that fifth guy. It's we do. Yeah, we really simple. Do. And I hate, you know, we were talking about what we have to trade. I, I, Dombrowski needs to stop. You know, the whole Red Sox organization needs to stop just, <laughs> just stop. pretending. <laughs> just Just cease to exist. No. They need to stop pretending that we don't need help. Get the help. Yeah. Hopefully I don't, like, cry based on the notification on my phone on who we send away. But I'm tired of them pretending that it's okay. I'm tired of them putting tiny little band-aids on this giant river of sadness that's coming <laughs> out of the Red Sox bullpen. I'm tired of it. You need a dam in this river of sadness. And um And Nivaldi's not the fix. And Nivaldi is not that guy. He's You know what we could do instead
0: know. of looking for a starting pitcher? Get looking a for a reliever. Yeah. Imagine that. We could um we could get someone who's like actually knows how to close a game. I think there's still a slight chance the Red Sox do go out and get a reliever in addition to a starting pitcher. I don't think they will. I think a slight De- chance. I think Dombrowski's too stubborn to do it. I, I think probably, he... Probably, th- but... Well, I feel like they could get, like, some random dude who had success back in, like, 2009, and just they're going to oh, hope he- that he does it again. That that seems such, like that's such, that's such a Red Sox
1: thing to yeah. do. That's
0: such a Dave Dombrowski move. Yeah. I
1: don't know if I'm fully in on the whole of is going to be like the entire rest of the season. Whenever he comes back, I don't know if I'm fully there with he's going to be relief pitcher 100% of the time. You know, anything can happen. Um, like what if you know, Sale obviously... injures himself again?
0: Like Sale has shown that he's injury prone.
1: Or yeah. anyone in the rotation. Yeah, what,
0: if, what do we do if someone gets hurt in our, bowl, in our starting rotation? What's the plan
1: then, it's, Dave? It's a disaster. I wouldn't mind getting it. If we get a starting pitcher and just a middling relief pitcher, I wouldn't. Yeah. I someone wouldn't who mind. can go We in... have a lot of middling relief pitchers, but I'm I'm tired of them, no, and I want no, no, someone no. who's no. maybe younger. We, we and... have two or three Better. middling relievers. The rest, the rest of the bullpen
0: is just hot garbage. Okay. Below average. We're going to throw them in the trash compactor. Yeah.
1: All right. I'm down for that. You <laughs> sign me up. Send
0: them off to the moon. <laughs> um, yeah. So, let's see. What else? Um The Red Sox are 20 and 22 at home. Yeah, yeah. Let's. <laughs> um That's uh. that's kind of atrocious for like a World Series contender. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Didn't you say that they're o- the only above 500 team that has a no, losing the, record at home? No, the Diamondbacks have a losing record at home and they're one game over 500. But the Red Sox are eight games over 500 and they're. Under 500 at home, which is ridiculous. Got to be better. What
1: could that be about? Why does that happen? That seems too swayed to be pressure. Like chance. the pressure
0: of being in Boston and the fans of like in Boston being so like, we need to win, we need to win, we need to win, and it's just like kind of intimidating. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I mean, they're 29 and 19 on the road. Yeah, that's above average. I don't know what that's all about. That's that's. I mean that's just I mean two of those losses were in London so like we're technically 20 those and 20 should... at home.
1: Exactly. That those, those All right, come. all right, all right, all right. Listen, <laughs> we get two games. They were home games for the Red Sox in London. Yeah, cuz we God, you put home games for the Red Sox in London. That made me really mad. Also, something that's made me mad for a very long time, the Yankees gets to play the stupid can't win a dang game. I'm trying to keep it very okay. PG with my yeah. language. They get to play the Mets in this <laughs> stupid Subway series when we don't. Why? We get ripped off from our home games in London and then they get to play the Mets.
0: <laughs> and they've played the Orioles like half the season.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they haven't played a real team like at all. They barely have played the the, the Astros. They haven't played the Dodgers who the Red Sox are going to have to play soon. This stuff matters. Momentum matters. You take away games that the Red Sox have a better chance of winning, like games when you're at home. Although, well, why, I don't
0: didn't, know. why didn't why didn't they just split it one and one? That would make sense, but why not give Joe it? Torre up there in the MLB leadership in the MLB ownership? Uh, and they had both teams wearing home jerseys, so <laughs>
1: why wouldn't you just split it? What I don't, I don't wanna, it's over. I'm just gonna move on. As much Eric's as you say it. that we're bad <laughs> at home, these home games matter. It is a statistical advantage in every single athletic endeavor to be at home rather than to be away. Yep. And you take away those games. The Mets thing, I can be mad about, but it, I, I kind of understand it. You know, I kind of understand it. It's nice for the sport.
0: It's for the clout.
1: Although I don't know a single Mets fan. I'm sure they exist somewhere. You know? <laughs> they don't. But, <laughs> come on now. The two home games taken away? Yeah. That's a big deal. Hey, Alright, maybe it's not that big of a deal, but it's a big deal. Especially when a game with momentum matters. Because now the Yankees are so far ahead, and you never know what happens to the Dodgers. You never know if someone gets hurt. They get to play them later in the season, stuff like that.
0: Why don't we get to play, like, a AAA team like the Yankees? Like, they literally, their schedule has been them playing the Orioles and the Mets. I don't think we can blame this season on the schedule.
1: No, we can't, but it still makes me mad. Because... The Yankees just suck. No, they're good. No, but we can blame it on the bullpen. Yeah. <laughs> the
0: Yankees are a good team. They are a good team, good. and it pisses I, me I off. I don't know where
1: all these bats come from. Every guy they've they pulled have, up to plug in for an injury, every Band-Aid has been a success somehow. I don't understand. They have good it. Band-Aids. They have, like, the bacon Red Sox, Band-Aids. The Red Sox do Those not Those Band-Aids have, are sick.
0: The Red Sox do not have good Band-Aids. <laughs>
1: Honestly. <laughs> how does that happen?
0: I, I don't know. Although I we mean, do
1: have Marco Hernandez. Yeah, and I Marco mean... Marco
0: Hernandez is good...
1: I mean, we've won, yeah, and he's, yeah, he has. Read us your stats, Garrett. All right, I got the stats. Marco Hernandez currently is sitting at 50 at-bats, 18 hits, two home runs, and that turns out to be a 360 batting average.
0: He's the clutchest player on this team.
1: Insanely clutch. I don't understand it. (laughs) I don't understand how Chavis comes up and hits that double to win, and Marco Hernandez comes up and, like, wins us games. Marco
0: Hernandez has been waiting, like, two years for this, so... He might as well just be the clutchest player on the field. Honestly, like, I was a little worried about, like, filling the hole of Pedroia when Michael Chavis was called up. And now we've got, like, I am, like, in love with our infield right now. Chavis, Hernandez, Bogey, Devers. It's young infield. It's a super talented infield. And yeah, I'm, like, actually legitimately excited. It makes me, like, I look at the offense now and I see no holes. I mean, aside from JBJ. I he's see. been good though. He's been good. Yeah, he's, but... like there was some stat I saw that he's been the most productive offensive player on the Red Sox the past like three weeks. Well, so that's what I'm saying. Like, you got a good catcher hitting. You got Vasquez hitting Vasquez. bombs. Oh. <laughs> Chavis is out there doing his thing. You got the offense is great. No, the off- overall everyone except Mookie Betts. He's been kind of yeah, but he he's heating up a little bit. It's what's his what's his eh? What's his batting average? Like two sixty something. But like seventy maybe. The thing That's is is, is it's he, I mean, it's okay. He betted like three forty last season. It's I okay better. though. He he doesn't the thing is though, last year we didn't have all these pieces behind him. True. We have Bogey Devers. We have everything going for us in that offense. Yeah. Which is why I'm glad Dave Dombrowski's not being a complete idiot and being like, We need to get an infielder or yeah. we need to get a new catcher. Yeah. Like I mean it just shows that Pitching's our problem. Yeah, Our offense, number one in the league, run scored. It's good. And we have guys like Hernandez. We have guys like Nunez who can come off the bench and be clutch every single Steve time they Pierce. come off the bench. Steve Pierce. Mitch Moreland, who's betting like 800 off the bench, if he ever comes back. <laughs>
1: Mitch Moreland, I learned, is a Cowboys fan. He I is. I I, I, I was going to tell you that, but then I didn't want to. Yeah, I was at a, <laughs> a urinal at Tavern in the Square <laughs> um, on a date, and I saw Mitch Moreland was one of his Instagram posts. He was wearing Dak Prescott jersey. I thought it was sick, yeah. and I love him way, way more now.
0: Imagine what our offense will be like if we get him back, too. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, We don't have to worry about offense. Yeah. that That is no and longer when, our problem. When he comes back, we're going to have so much depth, too. It's going to be good. We score
1: runs. We We do. We score runs, and – It's sad that the pitching is the hard part, because pitching is the thing that's the hardest to replace for us, I guess. And
0: we have Christian Vasquez, who is the greatest power hitter of our generation. (laughs) Better than David Ortiz, better than Albert Pujols, better than Miguel Cabrera. This dude's got, like, 14 bombs. His career
1: high was, what, like, six? Six. (laughs) He's doubled it before the All-Star break. He's insane. So Christian Vasquez, obviously, has been amazing with the bat. I kind of have been noticing... I don't know if pitchers like him. No. Well, I don't think they do. They like Sandy I think, better. I don't the think he calls a great game. Chris Sale and Rick
0: Borsello, the difference between when they catch with Sandy Leone and Christian Vasquez is insane. Like, with Sandy Leone, it's like around three or something, their ERA. With S- Vasquez,
1: it's like seven. Yeah. I, d- I don't <laughs> think he calls a good game. I remember watching—it was probably the last game before the break. It was, what, yesterday? Against the Tigers? Yeah. Um— right at the end, like they couldn't communicate on what pitch they wanted to throw. Eventually they just threw a fastball right down the middle of the plate and they struck yeah. him out to win. But you know, that's just a little example. Okay. Of, I don't get it.
0: What if we had Sandy Leon from the dugout telling Vasquez what to call? Yeah, have, it'd be amazing. What if we no. have
1: Apple watches, kind of like last year? Send, <laughs> on, the, the little... on the catcher's wrist. What, what, if, yeah, what if we yeah, put yeah, an
0: yeah. earpiece in Vasquez's ear? There you ear go. And like, or, like the you know helmet, what? like a football helmet. Honestly, just implant something in his brain, and Sandy can just like control him, like while he's calling pitches, and then, like turn it off when Vasquez. goes Vasquez got the talent. Have he the can fans throw in right out. field. Have the fans in right field. in right field. <laughs>
1: different signals. So we can put it up on the board for different signals that the fans have. There you go. The the fans are just like calling out singles with their arms, like dancing around. Our record at home would skyrocket. (laughs) What? (laughs) The wave. The wave is like. And our record against teams like the Mets who who don't have any fans. So if we got to play them, whatever, then we would win too.
0: We get to go to Tampa Bay or sorry, Montreal for half the season. God,
1: that's horrible. It's so bad. The (laughs) races. How do you how do you have zero fans at your game? You're arguing with your city about Getting a stadium, you're complaining, whining, crying about that, and you're like, "Eh, let's just split with Montreal, with Canada. (laughs) Let's just do that. (laughs) That sounds like a great plan, doesn't it? (laughs) How many fans does Toronto have? How many fans has Toronto have since Jose Bautista hit that home run?
0: Yeah. I I mean, and they're the Rays. Like, you have no fans already. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you're going to split your season in half. Also, they're literally like, they're, they, they play in Florida, which is like, they play in uh, Tampa, which is like the furthest south they can get. Like they play in a garbage can of rugs. <laughs> Correct. I, I go to, the, like, I look at their stadium and it makes me throw up in my mouth a little bit.
1: It's bad. But Who puts um, a, a dome in Florida?
0: Well, you kind of have to because it rains a lot. And, and it's, it's hot. And it's disgusting. It yeah. makes a lot of sense. Really? Yes, Marlins Park is a partial dome, too. Like a retract- retractable. That's roof. what they should have done. They yeah, should have made a retractable. weather
1: isn't great here, I guess, because we have all but history. Florida. But Florida. Is it worse in Florida? More- it
0: rains, and it it's hot. We just said this. In the summer, it's like 110 with humidity. Okay. All right. Uh, it was 134 here on Saturday with humidity, so yeah.
1: it's... The real feel was very high. Alex knew the real feel very well, because he was lifeguarding. I probably. wasn't. Oh. all right. No SeatGeek is the best ticket <laughs> provider out
0: there for all sports, concerts, shows, and more. They make buying tickets easy by grading every ticket price so you know you're getting the best deal. And they provide a view from your seat so you can pick the perfect seats to any event. Plus, you can get $20 off your first purchase with SeatGeek by using the promo code DUGOUT. Do they have concerts? They have concerts. Do
1: they have salad bars? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh... Do they have live sporting events? <laughs> Help me. Yeah, Help they me do.
0: Live sports and shows and concerts and all that. Yep. That's cool. The home run derbies tonight. Yeah. You guys
1: got? uh Josh Bell. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Guerrero win it. He's not going to. Shut up, Alex. Let me dream. I think he's gonna <laughs> do either really
0: well or really bad. I mean, Vlad.
1: Matt Chapman. Because he good. hits tanks. He is. Let me see. He is, like yeah. I hope his dad is pitching to oh, him. Did you see, <laughs> That'd be awesome. Did you see that too? I got a, I got a, uh, a thing today. Verlander says the uh, MLB is juicing balls. They are. It's yeah, yeah, are. Practically a proven fact at this point. I know. But, you know, when you have such a big pitcher, say that. 100% the league has added juice balls to increase offense. Yep. Calls it effing joke. Yep. I mean, that's what it is.
0: I mean, it's kind of funny when the all-star starters saying that too. Because Mm -hmm. he's obviously like, it's not affecting him. Yeah, but he's like the best pitcher besides Hyun Jin Ryu. Yeah, that guy came out of nowhere. Vlad Jr. has the same betting
1: odds as Pete Alonso and Josh Bell.
0: I got Pete Alonso winning. Polar Bear. Stupid nickname. I wouldn't be mad if Pete Alonso won. I want him to. He's on my fantasy team.
1: Do you (laughs) get extra points for this, Jason? No. I don't think Ronald Acuna
0: is going to win. I think, like, Acuna, like, He's cool to watch. I'm kind of glad he's in it. But I feel like that's kind of an odd choice for it. He's not really a... I guess he's got the power numbers, but he's not really a known power hitter. I feel like he's more of an overall speed... Five-tool guy. Yeah. Same with, like, Matt Chapman. Like, I guess he has, like, 20 homers or something. But still, he's, like, a defense guy. Like, I, I want to see, like, the guys who hit for homers every at-bat, they get up there. Like, Michael Chavis Why is Joey Gallo not in it? Joey Gallo needs to be in the home run derby.
1: Well the MLB wants the most I guess the most exciting and popular home run derby which I have zero problem with yeah. because last year that was insane. Remember when Bryce Harper won it and that, that was that awesome. stupid tacky headband but it was it was <laughs> sick. Yeah. It was really cool. I have no problem with that. The All-Star game however, when you try to make the All-Star game a popularity contest, that's when I get angry. I don't care about the, the all yeah, but the, the fan
0: der- voting and <laughs> Devers should be an all-star. Devers should be an all-star. Bo- Vasquez should be an all-star. Bogey should have been voted in from the start. Bogey should have been starting. He just kind of got, like, shuffled in there because some dude got hurt. Okay, I just, in reference back to the Home Run Derby, the only person I don't want to see win is Alex Bregman. I like Alex Bregman. I hate Alex Bregman. I, Alex Bregman. I like him. <laughs> he's the he's only Astros any, uh, player I like, other than Justin any, Verlander.
1: Then you've done a film review like he did last year before he <laughs> faced Nate Valdi in the uh, playoffs. That was him, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It was. I remember that. And
0: then they lost, and then the Red Sox won the World Series. Um, yeah, but back to Bogarts. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on this because I'll get really mad. But he should have been a starter, and like I'm glad he's an All Star, but who got the starting nod over him? Oh, Jorge check. Polanco, which I can kind of see, but okay, but he didn't. Even, at first, he didn't Bogarts even make is it better. in general. Which Bogarts. Is, Bogarts was like sixth in the voting, and he has the best stats, of any... MLB shortstop. Uh, shall we jump into some fan questions?
1: Yeah. I'd I would to. love to, actually. I love these. This is my favorite <laughs> favorite thing to ever do. Do I get to read them? No. All right, sick. I'll read <laughs> some. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> First one comes in from Nick, the real Hogan 11. Why are Red Sox players not getting respect this year, as we were just talking about Bogarts? Uh, it's because everybody hates Boston and they hate to see us do good. They're mad we won the World Series and. They're salty because, like. Also, I think with the voting, I think Red Sox fans are slightly lazy. And oh, they 100%. don't 100% for the players. We weren't concerned with voting when it started. We were concerned with watching the Bruins in the Stanley Cup finals. Yeah, we're a little occupied. Did we yeah. record since then? Yeah.
1: Yeah? All right. All right. Never mind then.
0: Uh, yeah, so I think that's mainly why. This one from Dan Allison, 29. Who do you think will break out in the second half of the season? I want to say
1: Mookie, but like, like Mookie's I mean, a good players, choice. We don't have like a crappy team, which is why is no one. Everybody's I, been good.
0: I gotta go with Chris Sale. Like, I what agree. is he? Like three and seven, yeah. three and eight, whatever he is now. He's Chris Sale. He's going to break out. He's going to be lights out, amazing.
1: Well, he always does, right? In the second half, not the opposite. second half but later in the season.
0: He usually sucks in the second half of the season. Alright, you're right. Alright, never mind. Maybe this season just like polar opposite. Like he's gonna be great. I don't know. We'll see. we can
1: help. We can help. Well, well, I mean, he hasn't he, been that he bad. He usually doesn't suck at the beginning of the He end, just needs right? run support. Well, yep. Get I your think support. we're starting to give pitchers runner support. Runners. <laughs> run Runners. support.
0: B. Murphy, 29. Would you rather have Evaldi as closer or trade for Giles to be the closer? Trade for Giles. Yeah, because then, like we said, we can put Evaldi.
1: In In the the fifth spot, I hate having Evaldi as a closer. It seems like a pathetic excuse not to spend any money. Have him rush him out. Mm -hmm. You know, especially because he's been injured two years in a row. I honestly
0: wouldn't mind having Giles as a closer. He's He's good.
1: good. He's good. And like the only team he's bad against is
0: the Red Sox. So if he's pitching for the Red Sox, he can't (laughs) he can't be bad. The
1: distributive property. If you (laughs) carry the two, then the Red Sox win the World Series. They're above the
0: Vooch. They're above the The Phillies. The
1: Vooch. Ah, I love you.
0: Yes. the Vooch uh, asks, who do you want the Sox trading for this season, Max Scherzer? I mean, I'd love Max Scherzer, <laughs> yeah. but we're not going to get him. Um, I, I really want Zach Wheeler. Like I said, I'm all in on him. Mad bum. Mad bum, yeah. Mad bum. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can trade Mookie Betts because Mookie Betts is going to lose all his trade value, guys. We've got to trade Mookie Betts. Chris Peruvian Savage asks, do you think we have any shot? I remember this guy at- from somewhere. He asks questions a lot. Do, we think, do you think we have any shot at a postseason spot? Yeah. Yes. yes. I think we have a big shot. We have good too shot. good of
1: a team. We're too good of a team. Hopefully
0: We core. stumbled out of the gate, but you Ugh. know what? We've been on the up. We're going to be okay. I don't think we're in the division, but I think we're definitely getting one of the two wilds. And the spots. AL isn't very good. So, yeah, it's and not true. amazing. And I mean, the Yankees I mean, haven't proven anything in the playoffs before. None of their players have. So I'm not scared of going up against them in a playoff series. We
1: should poison their meatballs for their spag before the game. That's what I think, and then the Yankees wouldn't be able to perform well mm. Mm, that's a good one, Garrett all right, next question <laughs> I got these um, in elaborate plans so
0: how do you think the oh this one's from Noah Frez, Frieza, Frieza whatever How do you think the Red Sox will do in the next half of the season?
1: better a lot better better I don't I don't know I don't I think they're gonna go trust. on a run where they
0: win like ten to fifteen games straight.
1: You seem to be an in late July person, Jason.
0: They are. They're gonna. I've been saying this for a while. They're going to go on a run in late July and climb up there in the standings. I just hope it's enough. Aren't What are they, eight and a half back? Nine. Nine, Nine
1: back.
0: We're not winning the division. No. I think we can agree on that at this How many, point. We're, we're like two back of the Rays, though, aren't we? The
1: Rays aren't aren't good. They no, they're sh- that no. team has proven nothing. They they're should not, not be where they are. That team has proven nothing. Their best pitcher can't pitch, although that other guy like is, is so right? bad. Yeah, what is up with <laughs> Blake Snell? What is going Snow? on? He's not good. What happened to him?
0: <laughs> he got Austin rocked Meadows, by the though. Yankees. Austin Meadows. He's kind of cooling off though. Healthy though. Yeah. Bernadette Hill eleven asks: Is there going to be changes in the rotation before the trade deadline? I hope so. Uh, probably acquire some dude.
1: We'll probably but, make a deal at the trade know. deadline, right? Yeah. Although this year there is a uh, strong, not a strong, a um, permanent hard trade. deadline. Hard. That's what I'm looking yeah. for. No deadline. waiver trades. Which I'm is good. About that. I'm happy about Heck that. Heck yeah. It's
0: going to make the trade deadline much more exciting. Yeah. Or really bad when Dave Dombrowski <laughs> acquires no one by 4 o'clock on the whatever day it is. Or if he trades away Mookie Betts because he's going to lose all trade value. <laughs> <again>. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, that's in Spanish. Let me read it. I you speak got it? Spanish no, here, I'll, I'll read it to you. Okay. This one from Gonzalez B- Bonilla, Bonilla George. Jorge. Hey. <laughs> si, <laughs> si señor. El Major Esquipo de la MLB vamos por más Uh Are the Red Sox going to be the best team in baseball when they start winning more games, or something like that? I don't. Um, yes. If they win more games, <laughs> yes, theory be. by the
1: distributive property, <laughs> That's they can be the... the best team in baseball.
0: Like if they if they are the like if they're. If they get more wins than the other teams, then I think they're the best. They're
1: not going to have the best record in baseball. Yeah, they they could, could in the second the best, half. They, they, could, could, have be the best, they could have the best record in the MLB Sorry. in the
0: second half. I just, I just read it again. Um, it says, the best team in the MLB wins the most games. <laughs> that is true. This is a fact. <laughs> this <That> is correct. <laughs> fact.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, not a question. I'm impressed, honestly. You Thank know, you. we got a lot of language diversity in this episode. We've got another. I said hello in Latin he read spanish we have another spanish question from joel milan
0: art soy soy joel y soy pel, pelotero i'm sorry
1: read it, read it read it Read it. what does it say
0: you just turned it off
1: <laughs> oh excuse me uh poop i want
0: uh he's saying i am joel and i am a baseball player Nice. Hell yeah, Joel. Thank you, Joel. <laughs> and that'll do it for the fan questions.
1: <laughs> wow, these Woo! are wonderful guys. I love it.
0: I In the dugout out. podcast, Deportes.
1: <laughs> 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 what does Deportes mean? does it mean sports? Yes. Oh, that's nice, yeah. actually. Uh the Red Sox walk up songs have gone way downhill. They yep. Andrew Benatene changed his. <laughs> I love his old one. Yeah. The Low Cash isn't a good band by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> not terrible. But that song is the a, song was is a good song. It's a perfect walk up song. <laughs> also, Forgot About Dre is a really good song because I always like going when it you know, if you know the song, you know when when you go. So.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, I just I have to share this because I just saw this uh, an all-star game prediction. Um so the final that this dude has is four to five AL with Daniel Oh, no. Vogelbach what? going one-for-one one with a grand slam
1: <laughs> Okay, buddy. off
0: Josh Hader with a blown save. Oh.
1: oh, yeah. Yep. It's not forgot about Dre. It's still Dre. I screwed and, it up. And um, Vogelbach chooses the
0: Chevy Silverado. Okay. J.D. Um,
1: Martinez just had a quote
0: um, talking about his opt-out. He said, Boston has been my favorite team since I was a kid. I've always dreamt of being there. It's a first-class organization. Obviously, I'd like to be a part of it the rest of my career. But that's not not really up to me in a sense. That Call
1: him out, J.D. <laughs> I, you're not the one putting band-aids on stuff. Call him out. You're right. Wait, man. wait,
0: wait. Isn't it like only up to him because it's his opt-out? It could be a team option. It's not though. Oh, it's not. Then I don't well, know. Well, no, because he wants. To get well, paid. he could. It could be like, well, if they're not
1: gonna be good owners, if they're not gonna no. support the team, <laughs> no, he's like, if they're bullpen, <laughs> if they're gonna cut me low. If they're not, you know, uh, what was that NBA team that didn't want to pay Kevin? The Knicks didn't want to pay Kevin Durant a max, right? Which yeah. is a good decision they made. Maybe JD's really. just like get a bullpen or I'm out. <laughs> you should say that. Yeah. Although to be fair, Kyrie did say. Uh,
0: he oh, wants to be, he wants. His... Oh, I just gotta explain. Um, not really up to me means he's going to listen to Scott Boras if there's more money elsewhere.
1: Well, that makes fair. a lot more sense. Yeah. Well, then, yeah.
0: Um. So, this isn't relevant for the podcast, but um, last night Garrett Cole threw an 101 mile per hour fastball on his 110th pitch. Oh. Really? He's been amazing since the Astros got him from Pittsburgh. A stupid, that's a stupid first name. Garrett. Yeah. It's spelled E R R I T. Yeah.
1: That's the whore. It's kind of cool. It's not,
0: guys. I need you guys to comment what you guys, how you think Garrett's you, name. You is mentioned spelled. a
1: guy. You mentioned a guy named Tanner. That name's also Tanner, Tanner Roark. That name's also so stupid. Why? Because it's just you have to say yeehaw after it, or it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything else?
0: I'm good. Marks.
1: I don't think so.
0: Go Red Sox. Enjoy <laughs> this All Star Game. Hope it's not bad. I'm excited for the Home Run Derby tonight. Um, they got the million-dollar prize on the line now, too, so it could be interesting to see them go extra hard for that. Thank God this All-Star game doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, back when it decided home field advantage for the World End Series. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. Thanks for tuning in this week. Sorry for the big gap between episodes. We'll get back to doing them more often again. Um, yeah, we'll see you next week. Buolete. Adios, amigos. See ya. <laughs>